yeah, there's no major evidence of any of this in this movie at all. It's a couple of funeral directors and guys that have been preaching this stuff, you know, even before they made this movie that, the you know, they've been anti-vax. I mean, well, Desiree showed... got it in 2019. Des, well, yeah, and then all the fake footage that Desiree pointed out, like the movie's a shit sandwich. to the friends of zeus podcast this is episode you're gonna like this 95 hey um tonight we are gonna talk about a movie that recently came out called died suddenly um this is i wouldn't call it a movie i wouldn't call it a film it's like faces of death on crack um but but uh this is des's uh boat so she's gonna steer it so uh I guess are we ready to roll? I guess. All right. This this is actually to put the blame on anyone. This is Zeus's fault um, oh. because he sent the uh, link in the chat, and so I decided to click on it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Everything so, is my fault. Ask Tom. <laughs> yeah. I've since watched that stupid fucking film like forty-seven times. So oh, God, nice. Yeah. I just I just keep picking it up every time I go like something new. What do you what did you guys think? Did you watch it? Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. I, watched, I um most of it. So uh, in the interest of not getting COVID banned on YouTube, what I would like to do is I, I don't know if it, are we airing this on YouTube? I thought this I was know. a rumble exclusive. We'll see. We'll see what well, happens. Well, here's, here, here's my solution to that. We do everything Jeopardy style. We don't make claims, we ask questions. We're so, never going to make it. I mean, I agree. We'll try. We can try. But let's go Jeopardy style. So what? why is this? If if we're asking questions, we're not debunking. We're well, simply asking we're questions. No, here, here's the thing, Zeus. We don't need to be afraid about debunk. This, this whole video, movie, film is on YouTube. So, I mean. So, yeah, that's and, true. And that's right. Just for the, the sake of all the people out in podcast land that are watching, both of them just give a just give a, like an overall synopsis of what we're talking about like you never knew about it before because okay so um this about. lovely piece of um work art artistry whatever you want to call it came out it's a it's obviously called died suddenly and it's about um it's an anti-vax propaganda piece uh basically it's talking about how um it has like five main points basically and um, kind of starts out saying with a little teaser about some blood clots like all of these blood clots how are they forming like oh my gosh scary one and then they go into their their first main point which is this malthusian theory basically saying that um some powers that be want to decrease the world's population because oh. we're going to run out of food i mean in the simplest terms then it goes into and global warming and global warming and fuck broccoli. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> fuck broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> then it continues to go into. Um, just went morning just, zoo. <laughs> it continues to go into um, talking about like there's there's a bunch of stuff about Bill Gates in there like he's mm-hmm. part behind it. Um, then they throughout the video show these. Um, clips of people who've died suddenly they're just videos of people dropping dead just in the street 
Um, and then they kind of filter through to their, um, these whistleblower military doctors that are saying that there's been this thousand percent increase in all cause illnesses. Like, where is this coming from? Like, we're not going to have a military if it keeps going like this and blah, blah, blah. And, um, then it goes, you know, the blood clots, that's one of the biggest things, how do these blood clots form? And it kind of ends with this blood clots. And one, one key player in this one, uh, Steve Kirsch, this guy, we'll learn about him a little later in the podcast, but he's, uh, this, this crazy tech mogul who decided to go, um, and put a bunch of money into vaccine or not vaccine, but and to medication research. What is the name? Not crazy. Of the, and, and I'm hoping that we put a link somewhere. So people... Oh, we have the links. Okay. Come on. It's a Dez. No, yeah, <laughs> you know I'm thorough. What's the name of the movie? It's died Nine, suddenly. Seven. We've we've, okay. we've established. All right. Are you listening? Are you on the show? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> so anyway, it's just basically anti-vax propaganda piece. So what did you guys think? Did you did you catch that? Did you pick that up? <laughs> um, my official review would be uh, again faces of death with a couple facts, like it it it's gore porn is my thing it's it's capture their attention with the big fucking clot coming out of somebody's femoral artery and then hope they keep listening that's what i get from it um i I, i'm not a big fan um i think 2000 mules could win the oscar if they went up against each other (laughs) wow that's saying a lot yeah you were a huge fan of that one love that movie love it <laughs> yeah, I've got questions that lead to more questions on this movie, man. I mean, like yeah. on on one hand, like I'm watching the movie, but then I'm also watching the movie from like ten thousand feet up in the air, and I'm like, what? How did we even get to the point where we needed this movie? Like, are things that right. screwy that we need to have? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, they ask some legitimate questions. I'm just like, why can't we get answers to this stuff? I mean, first and foremost, can I get an honest response of like, and I asked Zeus this, I'm like, how many of these clots were they finding, say, before 2021? A lot. Okay. Yeah. But they didn't get Quite in. Quite a damn bit. That would be my first question. Like, what is the difference? You know, I don't know anyone that's dropped dead. I, I barely know many people that died from COVID. I know a lot of people have. Yeah. Well, but anyway, it's, it's, I don't know, man, it, it plows the same field. It, the whole reason a movie like this can exist is because our media is so effed that people don't trust it. And then that allows space for a documentary, quote unquote, like this to take hold. Yeah, oh, did you notice it only came out, launched originally on Twitter and then like in Rumble and then it got taken off of Twitter which I kind of was confused about because that oh, it's still on right. there. I just watched it on Twitter. Right. Like, but it got, it got re-put back on. Oh, but I it was know. off like three days after it got. Oh, I on. didn't realize that. Yeah. I will say it was well-produced. I mean, it was well-made. I don't even, I think it, it had a real face. Like I said, when I say faces of death, like that's the vibe I got. Like it, it was all just like gore porn. It was just, let's oh. show as many of these clots as we can yeah, and then this soup this steve kirsch is that his name steve kirsch that guy that guy did not he did not impress upon me that he's an expert on fucking pumping your gas at the gas station yeah because he's, he, he's a tech guy he no shit about medications 
He doesn't know fuck about shit. He doesn't know shit about fuck. I'm you sorry. hear that? But they also had Peter <laughs> McCullough. There goes, there goes our experiment and no cursing. Oh, Bad yeah. I never, I never agreed to that. That was never going to last. <laughs> <laughs> we never shook on that. Mike EP, what were you saying? Well, yeah, they 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 did have Peter McCullough on, and he was he is like a he was a very well respected uh, uh, what was he a uh, cardiologist before this all went on. Uh, there was also what's that guy's name? I don't know if he was on the documentary, but uh, John something. He was um... Cena? was it John Cena? <laughs> dun, dun, he was dun, awesome dun, on the <laughs> no, but 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 okay. I'm just saying, and and I know that his whole um, right now his whole reputation and his medical license is actually under review right now. But before all this happened, he was like a reputable uh, cardiologist, and and uh, you know he wasn't like a, a conspiracy theorist, which he's he's labeled now. Uh, so so there are people who has some kind of reputation on there, but I, I guess the thing that was bothered me that stuck out the most was it's a bunch of uh, morticians who are, mm-hmm. who are which I get the, I, I get the idea of where they're going with it, but it, it's like I, morticians aren't really doctors, right? And and they're I not even it, really considered medical professionals, right? And and there are there is evidence that like these clots can cause when people lay on their back or if they die and they're in the freezer mm-hmm. or in the in the refrigerator sometimes mm-hmm. for a prolonged t- uh, extended time, they those clots actually can form like that, uh, but very similar clots. Um, is what I read uh, according to Yahoo News. <laughs> like, yeah, take that for that Des, Des and I were talking for a while the other night, and and I'm uh, we're both nurses, but I'm psych, so my medicine isn't as good. But I was under work- the same impression as you are. But cold bodies don't cause so. Clotting. So there's this. Um, I work in uh, cardiothoracic, so I do like. Um, anything heart, anything vascular, cardiothoracic surgery. Um, and so there's this saying that cold blood don't clot mm. and, or it, it's kind of along the same lines of um, you're not dead until you're warm and dead. Mm. Um, because, you know, there's a whole thing you, you can induce hypothermia. People get found in the mountains on in avalanche and they've been preserved in because they are cold and hypothermic. Um, their blood's not clotting the same way that it would be clotting if it were if you were to die, be sitting at room temperature and then refrigerated. Yeah, probably poorly. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And then during COVID, one of the big things that was happening was is there wasn't room to put the bodies in the freezers, so they were having to for extended periods of time lay in room temperature or basically as cold as you get with the air conditioner, which is not sufficient. No. Um, and so they have blood clots forming they call it lividity like where your blood kind of falls back to the back of your body or however you're laying that side um kind of just pools there and so if it's not being adequately cooled it's going to clot a lot easier yeah it's like a retroactive thing like when the body when the blood pools you've been sitting there warm for a long time because otherwise you know if it if you're frozen it's gonna yeah but but isn't isn't the whole phenomenon that they're reporting on is that these guys cut up dead people and embalm them for a living and they've been doing it and they've been doing it for a long long time and they noticed of late that these mysterious white clots of enormous size 
are being found in bodies at, at a rate that wasn't the case before. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the whole premise of the movie. It's not about the mechanics of how clots are made, etc. It's that they never saw this shit on this scale that they're seeing now. And it's obviously crazy to, to just, okay, let's make the leap of faith that, okay, what's new in the world with our dead people now? Well, it's COVID and it's COVID vaccines. Ergo, the vaccines are doing it because regular COVID deaths of unvaccinated people, I guess, didn't have these clots. So, So they're making this big leap. And a lot of people remember when the vaccine first started getting rolled out, it was considered conspiracy theory, but there were reports that were later confirmed of cases of myocarditis, mm-hmm. specifically in young Children. men, yeah, as a result of the vaccine, like young men between the ages of like eighteen and twenty-five, suddenly were there were more cases of myocarditis popping up, more heart issues, more female reproductive issues, as far as the menstrual cycle being thrown off. Like there, there were indications that something was new that was happening in some people. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there's this, there's already like an quote unquote anti-vaxxer base that was labeled as such as people who were refusing. There's a whole market out there of millions of people, right? That didn't want to get the vaccine. So this is just like chum in the water for these people. Well, and Jack, there were people, I mean, this was like a thing before COVID. I mean, there were anti-vax people before Mm -hmm. COVID. I mean, what's her name? Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. Uh, I mean, that's right. Anyway. You know what a great antidote is to uh, a, a documentary like this and, and, mm. and all that is a robust and honest conversation of what is going on from Jump Street. And you know what we didn't have? We didn't have that. Right. And so yeah. oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. For, of course, this doc, I mean, whatever they call it, whatever it is, of course, this happened because there were so many lines of discussions that were like verboten, verboten, right? Verboten. Verboten. So, I mean, that's the remedy. The remedy, look, the remedy for quote-unquote wrong speech is more speech. You know, it pulls things out into the light of day. Yeah, but but Mike, they they weren't telling us everything. They had to admit... There's zero they, transparency. Yeah, That's they were. They, they had to. Saying. No, the CDC had to admit later that their numbers were falsified, that they had failed to include people and, of a certain age. And, and it just came out about the testing, right? Like that there was no testing on, on certain aspects of, of people. What was it? It just came out. The the one lady admitted in front of what was it, Congress, where it was there was yeah. no testing on pregnant people. There was no testing on whether or not it would stop the spread. Right, uh, there was zero. And, 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 oh, but there's plenty of statements about it stopping the spread. I'm just saying right. there was, I'm saying, but that is what it created right. an environment where this thing, this whatever, you know, this documentary, it could flourish. Mm-hmm. And, and so for those same people that squelched honest conversation to get on their high horse and be like, oh, this is... This is conspiracy theory. This is propaganda. Like, screw those people, man. It's like they're the ones that that created the field where this is, this is uh, growing. So I don't even whatever. I don't even want to say that this is necessarily a conspiracy. I I feel that it is poorly researched. Um, 
I don't like that the the gore porn aspect of it. Like, I mean, seventy percent of this movie is just watching clots come out of and uh, random people fall dead in the street. Yeah, and and I'm gonna Which I'm gonna steal a little bit of your thunder, Des, and because we had to kind of talked about this last night, but the one thing that you said that made so much sense to me is morticians don't know if these people had the coke the covid vaccine that's none of their fucking business yeah they don't have access to the medical records they're like they're like the the ice cream stand in medicine like they do their thing and they're done like they don't have to know medicine i mean you know medical examiner comes in that's a different story but mm-hmm. they just know what they see mm-hmm. and that's it now they were they they were told if the if the deceased had covid or not but that was probably for it. their but that was a safety thing like when this all yeah. blew up so. yeah the death certificate would say that right i mean well no 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 uh, it was on sharpie on a body bag <laughs> okay like, wow. yeah that's or a toe tag however you want to oh and can we just say, I, w- I mean, and we should do this more often, but I would love anyone that is a mortician or works in a funeral home or deals with embalming and feels differently, please contact us on the email at the end of this. Now, there podcast. is a difference between embalmers and morticians, apparently. I learned this. Um, embalmers just embalm and morticians are the ones that do like all the other things, like they plan, plan the things and meet with the families and do yeah, the makeup. Yeah, they like hair yeah. and makeup for the dead people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Movie's over. <laughs> so there is there is a difference. I just want to. Yeah. So anyway, so do you guys want to talk more about the film, or do you want us to talk about vaccines? <laughs> well, I mean, the thing that also provides fodder for this type of a theory is you touched on it a little bit, the Malthusian mm-hmm. argument, mm-hmm. because I mean. Bill Gates pretty much came out and talked about this whole resources going down, population going up. We need to do something about Mm -hmm. it. Like they had the clip from the TED talk Mm -hmm. and um, he talked about, you know, he's talked openly about climate change, about being pro-vaccine. I remember it was even one of the Biden uh, Trump debates, I guess, uh, leading up to the presidential race that for some reason CNN had Anderson Cooper interviewing Bill Gates talking about vaccines mm-hmm. and this is before we even had operation warp speed you know come up with the vaccine of the importance of them female reproductive rights being another method used to you know kind of mm-hmm. keep the population controlled so it's yeah, not see, a, this is it's this not a huge exactly. leap. It's not a huge leap to think that the and plus we also have the um, the World Economic Forum and the people that went to that were in Davos. They pretty much openly talked about population control as well yeah. as, mm-hmm. as it being sort of a virtuous goal, because we're all in danger of destroying the planet if we keep breeding and living the mm-hmm. lifestyle that we live. So when you have boogeymen like that in power or at least what this film would purport them to be based on what they've actually said this just feeds into this idea that they're behind what is essentially a poisonous vaccine which Mm -hmm. again this movie doesn't prove that at all um 
But there is fodder there for a movie like this based on the public statements that these guys like Gates have made. Yeah. So this is that um, that clip in the video was from a TED talk that Bill Gates did that actually was about um, CO2 emissions. Um, emissions sorry I said emissions. no well he's been outspoken about that too right I know that. right but this is what the whole thing that he said like this quote right here is what can you guys see the screen I yeah, yeah. no I saw this. okay okay yeah. and but this part right here the first we've got population the world has 6.8 billion people that's about to be 9 billion if we don't really get if we do a really good job on new vaccines healthcare, reproductive health services we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent right that's out of context so here, here, no this is this is the explanation about what they're where they're talking about like that so uh, but they're not saying to kill everyone they're saying maybe to decrease the population by doing things like having better health not having all your kids die and so you don't want to have more kids so you i mean it's what does this say right here when more children live past the age of five and when mothers can decide if they want to have children or not populations don't go up they go down is it, well yeah. i mean the yes, argument melinda to that gates. though is that melinda gates yeah that, that, that the argument to that is that the problem isn't population growth it's population resilience it's that we have more people that are old that are living longer and therefore they still have to be fed you know i mean Kind of a Logan's Run, if you guys know that that movie kind of theory of like we gotta we gotta stop people at like thirty and fucking chill. Um, so I don't think necessarily that well, it's, it's, we're it's growing so fast is that we're not dying fast enough. Yeah, see, population well, grows exponentially. Well, food the, production is linear. Well, also, well, if Bill Gates keeps buying the farmland and not growing anything on it, then, you know, food production is not exactly going to skyrocket. Here's where I have an issue. And just just like the horrible way that this whole thing was managed creates fertile ground for a documentary like this. And I'm not even lambasting it. I'm just saying we got the Klaus Schwab's and the Bill Gateses and the John Kerry's, these people who purport to be you know, our betters that have all these fantastic ideas. And I look at these things like this theory that there's too many people on the planet. We just hit 8 billion. And it goes back to a theme that we've talked about before. I'm just, I am 100% against quote unquote central planning. Like these people that purport to know what is best. Like all of our information is coming from this central area. How are we going to get any real information? But, but what I'm saying is that is that scares the shit out of me more than overpopulation does. I mean, the fact that there, we have these people that are like, oh, wait, I got it all figured out. We got it all figured out. And here's the other thing. I just got to say this for the record. And another thing. <laughs> WTF Bill Gates, man. I mean, this guy. I, I wonder I wonder that too. Like, why the this? fuck does he have to do any, anything with the population? Uh, Who is well, he? Well, because he's going to stop. That could get us. Well, <laughs> now we can't put that on YouTube. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, anybody who's listening, we're not telling anybody not to get the vaccine. Don't, like, if you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. I'm vaccinated. Yeah. I know Zeus is. You know what I mean? So, so go get it if you want to get it. No one's saying not to. So, okay, YouTube. Well, yeah, so far we're putting no stock in this movie whatsoever. We're just look, look, we're here's just talking like, about it. Good Morning America comes on. Bill Gates is on there in his little cardigan shirt. And he's, like, <laughs> yapping to whoever. And these people, like, in, you know, Topeka, wherever. I'm sorry, Des, Kansas. 
I'm Whatever. not living in Scotland. Yeah, you are in the world. I know you're in fucking Wichita. But my point is, these star fuckers that are looking at Bill Gates, like he has any fucking idea what's going on. He has no fucking idea what's going on. And neither does his wife. My point is, he's not some Svengali. And what I reject in this whole thing is this whole central planning thing. Like, I don't need to be lectured to by Klaus Schwab or Bill Gates or uh, John Kerry or any of these people. I don't. I don't need lectures from these people. Like, back off. I think we've been getting along pretty well. I mean, the fact that we made it to eight billion—that's pretty good. We're doing something right. Dude, we still got room. And do all this stuff. Like, oh man, in five years, and ten years, and fifteen years. You know what? I'm fifty years old, which is a lot younger than many of you, except for Desiree. But I've been around a long enough time to see these apocalyptic predictions come and go, come and go. So I'm sorry, man. I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. Well, and also you got people like Elon Musk, who and I don't know how you guys feel about Elon. I'm not sure how I feel, but I'm not sure if he's a Lex Luthor. I fucking love the guy. But I'm on, I'm on the same page as you, Mikey P. I'm, I'm like, mm. I don't know if he's yeah, Tony I don't Stark. know if he's Lex Luthor or if he's a Tony Stark, but like he believes that you know population collapse due to low birth rates. And when you look at it right now, low birth rates are very are, are on the decline, yeah. especially with millennials, and they're 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 uh, they're blaming it on uh, you know plastics and stuff. But you know who knows what's going on really? Um, People just I, don't want to have fucking kids. Yeah, and no one wants kids because I mean, why? That's not... why would you want to bring anybody into this fucking world? Or maybe you just don't really want to be responsible for another person. Right, and maybe you want to have freedom. And maybe you're selfish. Like... I don't know. Yeah, it's not well, really selfish, I mean, but hey. No, it's it definitely part of the you. psyche. It's part of the psyche now, Mikey P. You're right. There's a whole generation that's grown up with different sort of experience and values than the one before them. And they're all post 9-11 generation. And a lot of them... And then, but then also you couple that with what what um, what's his name Schwab in the World Economic Forum, they pretty much preached and bragged about the fact that you will own nothing, and you will love it. Like they want everyone to be renters, and that's sort of like yeah. what they're and they want the population to be decreased. And what better way to do that than kind of raise everybody, not wanting to have a family like devaluing it and they're the same people that want abortion up through the fucking 41st week and you know that that falls into reproductive rights as well and this is this these are the same people so clearly there is a viewpoint that they really believe in now that doesn't mean that they're putting poison in vaccines and mass producing them and, that, and that's the leap that this movie wants us to make no and that's like, that's what i think is ridiculous i mean they can believe whatever they want if they want to have you know abortion or whatever whatever they want but they're not putting fucking microchips and poison and vaccines they're not even making them like i don't like do you really hear yourself oh yeah no i i'm with you des i i, <laughs> I that well think about this too like the think about what had to happen the chain of events right whether or not you think gain of function research on the covid virus was a collaborative global effort or whether it was just a, a, a Wuhan lab mistake that escaped and it took on the whole globe. Like that happens, right? And then within a year, all the forces come together to generate this magical vaccine. And now we're, and that all happened like that. 
And now we're supposed to believe that there was this, this whole thing was choreographed to the point where they made this poison vaccine and duped us all into taking it. Like, it's just it's such a leap of faith, even for a conspiracy theorist to think that, oh yeah, all of this was predetermined step by step, inch by inch. Well, you know what I mean? Like, if you, if you respond believe to that, that. Respond to that, that in a second, but I mean, like, the follow the logic here. So, if you have a, a virus that escaped a lab and infects literally the entire world, kills a lot of fucking people, mm-hmm. why would the next logical step be to create a vaccine to maybe kill some more? Just let everyone get the virus that kills you. Like, yeah, I don't really understand. Well, like, what- well if I wanted to follow that, you know, if I, you know, if I wanted to retort from their perspective, I would say, well, the virus takes out people with comorbidities, takes out the elderly, it takes out the weak and those with conditions. But the vaccine, if you think it's going to take out younger, healthier people, which is what these funeral directors are purporting, Mm -hmm. well, that takes care of that group is a little bit as well. So, so the vaccine would do something that the virus didn't do to a certain segment of the population. Again, this is like Lex Luthor, Bond villain shit. I mean, Charles Schwab does look like a Bond villain, but I want to say, I want to say though, like, you know, I I know that it it does sound outside the realm of possibilities for, you know, uh, for people to put poison into a vaccine to have to poison people, but it's not outside the possibility that this was a rushed job. There right. was a lot of money involved um, and a lot of money to be made. Um, Pfizer is part of the world, like the largest lawsuit. It was like $2.8 billion lawsuit. Um, uh, uh, the DOJ has a thing up on their page about how it was such a huge lawsuit. I mean, so it, it's not outside the realm of possibilities that this was rushed. There wasn't a, a lot of research and it's coming out now that there yeah, wasn't a whole, that. That, that, you know, there's a lot of stuff that wasn't tested in this whole situation. So I, I can see how people would be led to believe that there's poison in it or it's killing people. Um, but, but there is plenty of room to 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 criticize the 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 rush job that this was well and that you know these companies aren't on here to save our lives they are here to make money and that's the mm-hmm. bottom line on it and it and over and over Vioxx from Merck right Vioxx Merck with the opiate crisis I know Merck doesn't have anything to do with the vaccines but I'm just pointing out the fact that these are uh these pharmaceutical companies have very little interest in helping people uh, and in way more interest in in that bottom line and how much money they're making so mm-hmm. there, there there is you know it, i i don't think that that the, they're trying to poison us but i do i can see how there's things alternatives are rushed. so well, no i don't think there's I mean, ulterior motives i'm saying that this was rushed and they're just sort of like now that it's out and they're protected because we can never go back and sue pfizer or any of these no, companies they because they're protected in. Uh, from from any uh, liability. So, so, so why wouldn't they just keep pumping this out and adjust as they go? And hopefully, you know, the, the people who do get myocarditis, because there are cases, I mean, could they say that there was no blood cuts caused by these vaccines or there's no heart conditions that were made by this? Uh, there's plenty of articles out there that are saying, and I have a couple right here, obviously, but that 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 are saying that this is what's happening 
but they're they're definitely downplaying it, and it might not be such a widespread thing, but it is happening. So, right. so there My is name. there is opening for this line of thinking that, if I may, the one defense yeah. that I'll have to this is that. It and I was arguing that yeah they rush this in two years, but the one thing we have to consider is that this is SARS-CO2. SARS-CO1 came out and they started working on vaccines for it then, so it might not be as rushed as we think. And well, mRNA technology has been kind of studied for yeah. a while now. Yeah, so, yeah. But, so there is an argument yeah. that it's not as rushed, but okay. it is certainly it is certainly pushed upon us. To where they weren't using it, you know, up until now. And then they're like, oh, shit, we got to fucking do something. Right. Yeah, and, Operation Warp Speed. Well, a lot of the things exactly. that the one of the big reasons that vaccines take so long to roll out is because you have to manufacture the parts. So you have to grow live viruses in a lab lots of labs, pieces of the virus. Then you have to extract things, put them into this, grow them in that egg, do whatever, and then put it together with this. Yeah. It's just you you get the sequence, the DNA sequence, and create the mRNA and s- extract that, and that's it. Like, you, that's you're it. not, like, grab a sticker on it and send it out the goddamn door, right? Yeah, really cool. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but uh, yeah, we still go back to, though, I mean, they rolled it out. They got it out. No liability. They, they While everybody was going broke, losing businesses, Pfizer made bank. Anybody that invested in Pfizer made bank. And do we to to date do we have any real proof of the efficacy of these goddamn vaccines anyway because we know it didn't stop the spread we know it wasn't a cure but we were told it would stop the spread and we were told no and we were told that it's proven that the vaccines do significantly reduce your cause of severe illness and keep you out of the hospital here i gotta jump in that doesn't stop that's 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 not stopping that's it no, I'm not saying it's not stopping the spread, that, but that's what it is. It's, okay. you know, so you're going to keep your ass out the hospital. Keep saying, right. And people keep saying it's like, well, they were never meant to stop transmission. And maybe it was just a bad PR campaign. But like, that's detrimental. Yeah, and PR not- shouldn't be involved in health. PR, public relations should not be involved in health. Health should be involved in health. There's there's a couple of things. One with Pfizer, I'm just using Pfizer as an example, and I'm no special pleader for pharmaceutical companies. But again, there there's a cartoonish view that a lot of people in the world have of of large companies. Like there's like like everyone's working in the same direction, and there's like this uh, like it's the board, and it's not in in a company like Pfizer. You have you have uh, medical people, you have salespeople, you have systems, operations people, and they're all motivated to make a profit. They're all motivated by their bonuses. It's a huge company with a lot of individual people in it. Yeah. So yes, of course, there's a profit motive. Did this come from like the head down from the CEO? We're going to make a million bazillion dollars on this COVID thing. Or when you build an organization that's designed to create and sell, sell being the keyword, uh, different medications, and they get this great opportunity, that's what they're built for, man. It's like asking a shark to juggle. Like the shark is built to do something. Pfizer is built to do something. And I will say, and I'm not any big fan of the vaccine, and, and I've got my own issues on this, with, which we've talked about on this podcast. 
But God bless Pfizer and Moderna and all these other companies, because what if we didn't have them? I mean, again, there's a lot of negatives. Then y'all, then we get COVID. You can't just throw the positives out the window either. I mean, it's amazing that we were able to come up. I mean, they, look, Park are under the previous president. They were like, look, this could work, this could work, this could work, this could work, this could work. We need to study all of them. And the administration was like, screw it, just try all of them. They funded everything because they were like, look, something's going to work. And that was, it cost this country so much, so much capital to do that. And there was a few companies that came up with something that worked and God bless them, whatever. It's like fantastic. I mean, it's easy to, to Monday, to Monday morning quarterback and just getting back to what uh, Desiree, you and Mikey P were talking about, like bringing people into the world. When my parents were born, it was after Pearl Harbor, right? So this is like World War II, and and my grandparents thought it was a good idea for my parents to be born. When I was born, and when you know Zeus was born and Jack was born, 1971, 1972, war in Southeast Vietnam. Asia, Vietnam, like nuclear <laughs> war. I mean, when we grew up, dude, it's like, and you guys, it, it, it was coming anytime. I mean, we weren't the yeah. generation. But I knew where the fallout shot. No, but we were the Disney generation. And, Listen, I and your parents were lining you up to get that smallpox vaccine, weren't they? We used to drill on this stuff. So my point is, it's like, there's always, it's always- get your shitty. polio sugar cube. I'm just saying, it's always shitty. Mm-hmm. It's never been better to have kids. That's what I'm saying. It's never yeah. been better. <laughs> Seriously? I mean, we don't have saber-toothed tigers, like, ripping kids out of- Anyway, my point is- <laughs> That is a view <laughs> that every generation seems to have. And I just, I push it back against that. Cause I'm like, there's never a good time. Well, it, there's here's, never a good time. Here's the I, don't think it's, I don't think it's the, the right. thing about, is it a good time to bring the kids into this fucked up world? That's not what, what my peers, world. that's not at all what my peers are. Thinking. I think that's what, I, that's a viewpoint that other generations are imposing onto this generation. No, yeah. the truth is we do not want to have kids. I have, okay. I have one child, but I do not want to have more. I do not. I don't. And it doesn't have anything to do with how the world is. It has to do with I I value myself and my own freedom. Yeah. No, and that's fine. I'm not arguing that. I mean, of course. I'm just saying this whole idea of like things are so bad now. Things aren't so bad now. No, I I agree with you, Mike. I agree with you 100%. You're you're absolutely right. I mean, there's less poverty, object poverty in the world. Like there's more people able to, you know, find a way in this world than ever before. And it's the safest time to, I mean, I don't know now with this whole Russia, Ukraine, CIA thing. CIA is, it's just, it's always the CIA. Uh, It's always Russia. And it's always fucking Russia. Nukes are always coming. Shit. Right. So, so you know, I, I don't know. You know, it's an uncertain future at all times, I think. It's because... always been an uncertain future. Right, right. And the exactly, problem but, is... But it is the safest time to be alive right now. And uh... here's my issue, if I may. I'm sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. My issue is that when our parents were kids, there was like one big fucking wallop of a fucking doozy. The world's going to end. And and since I've been born, Reagan's going to destroy the planet. Fucking AIDS is going to... We have had so many world-ending or made-to-appear world-ending situations in our, in our... I mean, we're... I'm 50, Mike's 27. You know, we've had a lot 
in a very short period of time as far as the world goes. And you got to start wondering which is the bullshit and which is the real deal. Now, obviously, like, you know, Russia's going to attack Ukraine. It's going to turn a nuclear war. That's probably one of the ones that's less likely to happen. Because quite frankly, my feeling is Putin has a lot of money. They, they, they say that he is probably the richest man on the planet. Um, he's not going to, he seems driven. He doesn't seem crazy. He's not going to blow up his shit so he can't spend any of his money. So that's probably a no-show, but certainly a a virus of smallpox levels could really fuck things up. But this yeah, and y'all were lining up to get that jab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putin is not in it for the money. <laughs> and you're fucking sugar cube polio. Right. Exactly. I, I, mean, I want. Go ahead. Uh, well, no, I, just... I honestly want to. I want to. I want to see more of these slideshows that Desiree had. Like, I should... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> do this I gotta... you ready? Yeah. You got a what? Nothing. I'm gonna say you gotta go. Can y'all see? <laughs> okay. So in the um video, in the uh film that died suddenly, they have all these fucking videos of people dropping dead. I didn't steal their video content because I wasn't trying to get a copyright. Um lawsuit but so here's some still shots all right so this person she was like in the news like she was doing a newscast she just like drops you know faints she had um her name is Teresa, whatever corkow um she just had a simple syncopal episode and she recovered moments later after that she didn't die she's still alive i I found that segment tiffany dover syncopal episode she did she was receiving the vaccine i don't know what vaccine but she passed out because she got you know Fainted, Listen. felt lightheaded. She recovered moments later. Not dead. Yeah, this is this is a Keontae pretty dumb Johnson. part of the moment. Yeah, Keontae Johnson, not dead. He still plays plays for K State. Listen, all these back. people, not dead. Listen, <laughs> this back. one was crazy. She falls into the train track. She still didn't die. Wow, that's amazing. I thought she got toasted. Listen, no. like <laughs> like twenty five years ago, I got a tetanus shot because I was going to school and I had to get an update on my shot. Did you get the gun? I can't remember. Anyway, they get and they gave it to me, and I freaking fainted and like twisted my knee and took yeah, out a magazine rack and sissy. And I was in my twenties, so I, I'm just saying it happens. Yeah, <laughs> this guy he had a V fib rest because he had a mitral valve problem. He's alive. Yep. This chick, she. I'm glad this you're was doing even. This, this is before you're... the shit. This is before COVID. This happened. Yeah. This chick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This guy. I'm glad you're putting this on here because I had I had looked up some of these, but not all of them. Mm. This guy, I don't know what his name is, but he was a royal guard. He his just locked his knees and passed out. Happens. It is, and this yeah, one, like an account in the military, man. Yeah. They tell you, don't lock your knees because you will freaking he, collapse. This guy is looking at half a roach. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, he, he's, he's a Russian that. train or bus driver, Russian bus driver. Um, old Omer. He uh he had a heart attack, but he's alive. Yeah. Wait, and, and the movie basically shows all this footage like it's out of context. This chick, this chick's a comedian. She just felt she's staying on stage because she uh, didn't eat all day. That's yeah, I fun. saw. I actually saw that. Clip. Well, she did get a head. She did get a severe concussion. Just, yeah, but was it a COVID caused concussion? Probably. <laughs> no. So, they can, this they this can. chick. This is one of the first ones they had. She actually, this girl actually did die, but she died from a pulmonary embolism, probably at 18 years old. Was probably. I'm not going to go this on the record. This is a speculation, but I'm guessing it was due to like birth control. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, this is Mighty Mouse. Did anyone else like Mighty Mouse or am I just that young? Is that the voice of Mighty Mouse? Yes. Wow. He had a heart attack. Nice he died. Face with the voice. I know. This <laughs> hockey player, he died. Do you remember John Q, that movie? Mm. Yes. Yes. Not that Denzel little boy Washington just suddenly. Died. Yeah. This is the same thing that happened to him. Like sudden cardiac arrest. Oh. All right. So people die is essentially what this segment of the movie is. Uh, <laughs> And they well, pass out. No, well, yeah, and they're not dead. They didn't drop well, dead. They got. I didn't get. Obviously, the ones from like the fucking street cam, grainy footage. I didn't. I wasn't able to find that who those were. What, but, were like, you able to find anything out about like? Because there was a moment where because people will get this like, uh, like looking around. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you looked into that at all. Because yeah, but that, that's that's like a natural thing, man. You start fucking dying while you're standing. You're gonna be like, who the fuck's gonna save me looking around? That that doesn't shock me at all. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know. I I think that because it was a lot of them. I think that that mo- more had to do with um if you've ever seen people die, they yeah. they do weird shit. Mm-hmm. And I mean, yeah, weird shit happens right before you die. That's the mm-hmm. only thing I could chalk it up to. It's not very dignified. Um, this is Steve Kirsch. Steve Kirsch, this guy. Tech millionaire. Um, yeah, yeah, he he founded. This is what he founded. He founded the the COVID-19 early treatment fund. Now, since I'm a nerd and I followed COVID really closely because I had literally nothing else to do while I was drowning in COVID, um, the this guy was like the one, um, remember when the whole studies about ivermectin and hydrochloroquine and fluoxetine came out and like the, the, the guy that was doing the studies was like going crazy about people not believing the studies and the results. This was this guy. Yeah. Can I, wow. can I say something real quick? Can yes. this Princess Leia guy just like shave the rest off? <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking the same thing. I mean, seriously, dude. This guy's got to like, be look. a Why can't he get a fucking haircut? Just, just, just go, just go all the way, man. I, yeah. mean, I don't even know what look, that guy's done. Look, yeah. I gave up. Look how you win. Look how <laughs> genetics. <laughs> this guy looks like Princess. Anyway, sorry. But but to be fair, ivermectin was just added to the treatments in ivermectin. The- I one hundred percent support ivermectin. I mean, they were not going that far, it. but no, no, they've Listen. been doing it since COVID one, and it's it's got results. There's, uh, I think it's called fccc.org. If you check it out, there's they've got reasonable arguments for ivermectin, um, hmm. as well as quercetin. This is what I'll this I'll say I'll say this about that. Um, ivermectin. Um, you ever heard of lice and like rid shampoo? Yeah um that's ivermectin um so uh, it does work it's it's not that it doesn't work it's not horse fucking dewormer like everyone was calling it in the media it's not that um it can be used as that um but it also can be used in humans the problem is the dose yes they were buying paste and eating like a whole chunk of it and it fucking poisoned them really because people are stupid yeah like the dosage they have to get at the tractor supply store is a horse fucking dose it's not a human dose yeah, I mean, they're like so, spoonfuls, like you do with the peanut butter when you got nothing else to eat. Just, but it's, it's ludicrous. I'm not saying that ivermectin doesn't work, but I'm saying ivermectin doesn't work, and if it's like 24 hours past your contraction of the virus, so it's it's almost pointless. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say the 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 other thing you have to consider is that yes, ivermectin, even if it was a dewormer. 
you have what's called an idiosyncratic result from some medications. For instance, um, gabapentin, which is used for diabetic nerve pain, they also found that it's very effective with mood disorders. Um, and it even recently got changed to a class C medication, mm -hmm. narcotic, um, because they also found that it enhances the effects of narcotics. So like there are medicines that are not in or that are intended for one thing and happen by whatever chance to have an effect in other arenas. Well, yeah, it's because it's, this is an anti-parasitic and then what it does in that for parasites is it stops some of the synthesis synthesization of a protein and it does the same thing in the virus so that's yeah. how that's why it works but you have to catch it like you, you ever take tamiflu <laughs> you ever take tamiflu yeah okay well did your doctor just never give you tamiflu because you went like a week after you got the flu and they're like yeah it's not gonna work because you have no, to come in two days right afterwards yeah, yeah that's the same the same idea oh, <laughs> same thing wow. with yeah the same idea here that's the same, like, that's where that, why they don't want it to be spread is because the people are, people, you don't understand, people would come into the hospital and fucking demand to have ivermectin. And there, there are, yeah. your family member is already vented and about to die. Like, that's not going to work for you. That's media. <laughs> and here's the other thing, not to get very conspiratorial, but ivermectin costs like a penny a dose. Yeah. So nobody's making any money off that. I'm not going to blame any pharmaceutical companies or anything like that, but there's not money being made. So why are they going to? Well, right. But it's also, when you, do you know 24 hours well, after you contract a virus that you contracted it? But sure. Desiree, look, man, I yeah. mean, if, if I was one of those people that my loved one was in there and they were in dire straits and I had heard something on Joe Rogan, I'd be, I'd be right there being like, give it to them. Like people don't, right. that's my whole point there. The, but are the, but are you bringing weapons into the hospital while doing no, so? No, no, you're not. No, but my point is the whole thing that COVID taught me is how horrible central planning is, and how this the, this gatekeeper mentality where there's like certain people that feel that they are they are the chosen ones that get to decide smarter than the room that they're smarter than the room. But that is the problem. People have a way of figuring things out if given the space to talk about it because ideas are either true or not and if they're vetted right they either fall off the table or they succeed but when when ideas like this documentary are kind of whack in my opinion are a little wackadoo uh -huh. they can get more life when the powers that be suppress it in and, other words, and it's, it's like stereo right now nobody's taking information in the way they would normally under a more subdued uh, population, you know. If, if right, we, this was in the heat of COVID, sure. Yeah, so everybody's like, oh, well, that's gotta be, that's that's what's gonna save me. And quite frankly, most of us have gotten it and we're gonna be good until it becomes COVID-3, you know? There, there's um, nothing that makes people resist uh, being told what to do more than being told they can't do something. Exactly. I mean, I, I'm right there. I've said it before in this podcast. You tell me something I'm not allowed to talk about. That's exactly what I want to talk about. That's exactly what I want to. Yeah. Why about. don't you want me to talk about that? Right. Like, why is it verboten? Like, in other words, things should either succeed or fail on their merits. But yep. that's a whole other conversation. Man. Well, we're not in a meritorial society. Meritocracy. Meritocracy. We're, so we're who who follows the best. 
right? Let's move on to a different type of topic. So this yeah. Steve okay. Kirsch guy, this Steve Kirsch guy, so he's going off about, you know, the data, the data. Like they don't want to hear the data. They don't want to see the studies. They don't want to see the safety information. Rah. Well, he never shares the safety <laughs> information. Rah. Rah. He never really shares it. What 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 data, Steve? Steve-o, tell me the data. Well, this is what he does. So he shares, he, he's like, there's like a screen share of him going oh, on the internet you. or whatever. Okay. So this is from looking at it. You're like, oh, this is the VAERS, the VAERS database or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it zooms in on this thing, like right here. And yeah. it's like 15,000 deaths or whatever. Okay. So then the second or third, fifth time I watched this, I'm looking at this and I'm like, what did he type in to get that result? Like what did he type in to VAERS to get that? Um, so then I like went right back to because right before this scene is this little thing, this little Google. Open. So he's Googling open bears. <laughs> he ain't Googling bears. So if you go to hold on, yeah. So open bears. Oh wow, look, she's actually doing it live. Okay. Open bears. This is open bears. This is a fucking total. This is is a private funded Uh like thing about just where people can uh, report like things about just COVID shit. Like this is not theirs because when you go to theirs, this is what the actual theirs website looks like. Damn. Desiree, have you ever thought of going into investigative journalism? <laughs> yeah, man. So he's literally reporting false ass, like completely false numbers. Yeah. But you know what? But listen, Desiree, the beauty of this is we just watched this video in the last couple of days. You did this and and we're we're able to figure all this stuff out. Isn't that amazing that people are able to do this themselves? Yeah, but people don't want to look. People don't want to fucking educate themselves. But it listen, man, I mean it's the top-down thing is is more scary to me than this. Um, yeah. yeah. No, this is I have no fear. I, I've gotten the vaccine. Hello, breathing Open. and talking. Will I give it to my kids? Maybe not so much. But but that really has nothing to do with this movie. Yeah. It well, what does it have to do shit. with? I want to know why you don't want to give it to your kids. Because they it's are young benefit. and healthy and they've already gotten it. Why the fuck am I going to introduce some Unknown. thing that we don't know enough about? And I'm not saying that it's not effective. I do think it is actually effective. And And to just point out one thing, all these people that we saw in this movie that died, even if it was a hundred thousand times that that were dying of clots, those are still really fucking good numbers. And and that's not to diminish people dying, but the, the point yeah, is is that absolutely. that if it was a hundred thousand people that died of blood clots, it those are still odds that most people would take. What's the mortality for children 15 and under? It's not very high. It has to do with the fact that um, they have naive um, immune systems. But what I'm saying is, to me, when people ask me, like, why would you not want to get your child vaccinated? That's where I start. I'm like, yeah, COVID doesn't kill them. Am I going to take an unknown risk that I can't quantify, that I don't trust, over hard numbers of my child has an infinitesimally small chance of 
right being right. adversely affected with this my kids especially got it especially, especially if your kid especially if your kid no. has no other health issues right it, it, my kid who is, is otherwise incredibly healthy and yep. probably has never been sick my point is it's a math equation when people say like why would because i looked at the data doesn't make sense. I mean, other some other people feel differently, and that's great. Well, no, it's amazing that we have this free country that you're able. To and it's and it's that. and it's also the the vaccines age and how long it's ha had efficacy. You know, measles, mumps, rubella. Fuck yeah, that shit's been around for like ever. Or how about polio? I have a client. She is in her mid sixties. Would you like a sugar cube? No. She had polio <laughs> as a child, and she is still affected by it. Like her, her legs just aren't. You know. She had to be in the iron lung. I don't know. You know Nobody said to be in an iron lung, lung in like fifty. No, years. Now, I don't know what she did when she was. But it's what I'm saying is it is still uh, affecting her. You know, Mitch McConnell, who's the head of the Senate, he had polio as a child. That's part of the reason he's got. Oh, it makes you an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying there are what I'm saying is Maybe it was the vaccine the data came out on this I remember when it was like man it doesn't seem to be affecting kids I was like yeah glory hallelujah but yeah, you because know they what? have not even affecting kids you would see more people like me being like okay I'm gonna it's unknown but the risk that my kid is like x that's unacceptable. I'm going to give him the vaccine. But as it is, the risk to my kid is like not even chartable. But then the unknowns are this high. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give my kid the vaccine. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know. I just feel I don't want to get into the COVID. I don't want to this is put off the COVID lights. Listen, a lot <laughs> of this is perspective because the other the, a couple episodes ago, Desiree was talking very, you know, truthfully and emphatically like she witnessed a lot of this stuff so yeah. you know, people get exposed to it on different do you want to talk about no, gaslighting i get that yeah let's talk about gaslighting like, like imagine right. your life one way when you go to work in that world and yeah. then coming outside of that world and and no one thinks that it's real i know no i get it the I, fucking I definition of gaslighting for two years well but they don't even, wow. you know what, Desiree, they don't even know what they don't, people don't even know what they don't know. I mean, obviously, look, you're, you're in a situation where you are at the point of the spear. Anyone in your community that has it is coming to you. So your experience of it is very concentrated. It is, and just like anyone out in the wilderness, their viewpoint is not necessarily for everyone. Your viewpoint isn't necessarily for everyone because it's it's very concentrated but the point is yes it is a very serious thing and it killed a lot of people um it was all a matter of perspective i mean like again we we've tread this ground before but we started this up we started this podcast when covid was like you know still in full swing uh -huh. mm -hmm. and there were time they at that time people were like this is going to kill three million people this year and I remember like on like, I don't know, the 10th episode of this podcast, I was like, holy crap, God, holy, amazingly great that this hasn't killed 3 million people. Like we should be jumping up and down and happy about that. Everything is a perspective. You know, I mean, my whole thing is it's like two things can be true. 
you can have some suspicions about how central planning is is dealing with something and still respect and take a, an illness seriously. You, both things are true. Yeah, and, well said. Yeah, no, I agree. I, and, you know, I, yes, I was in a different, very different position than a lot of people. And I wasn't even in the worst of it. Like, I feel for some of those people that had to live that every day. Um, but, I can't imagine that. How do you but just, oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I, I don't, don't think that I, I, I mean, I've spent, unfortunately, I've spent plenty of time in hospitals and I, these people are amazing. Like, I don't understand. Like if I go in and I have a bad experience with the client, it pisses me off for days. Like I can't imagine coming home from work and talking to my daughter and like, I just like someone just died like an hour ago. Like, I don't know right. how you guys do it. I don't know how, I don't know how, I don't know how people that work in hospitals do it. I really don't. I, I respect them madly. I was just going to pull this up just to kind of go with what you're talking about. So in, we had two designated COVID units and inside one of them before there was like whiteboards because they were like um, doors that would go in and out, whatever. But somebody wrote this on the whiteboard on the inside oh. it says this is like working in area 51. People know it exists, but don't know what it's like until they step within here. Yeah, man. So this past <laughs> Sunday for people that are Christian, it's the first uh, first week of Advent. And the pastor of our parish is up there and he's like doing his homily and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like looking at him and my mind's wandering because it's hard for me to listen to people. And um, I'm like, and I, I talk to him fairly frequently, but I'm like, man, what did this guy have to deal with this week? Like at least our in our in our congregation, probably two people die a week. If they have funerals. Wow. I mean, it's wow. a big parish, right? Yeah, but they're churchgoers. So they're all like, 80 but my point is this guy gets called to people's houses he has to go to dinner like people oh, like fuck. even after mass people are coming up to him and asking him questions i mean the stuff that this dude has to deal with every day and i'm like man i hope i can make it home before the ravens game starts <laughs> you know what i mean like mm -hmm. there's people in the world these are first world problems <laughs> whether, whether they're nurses or doctors or priests or lawyers or what that deal with heavy psychiatrists they deal with heavy shit psych nurses psych nurses i don't know any of them but i bet i'm just saying there's a lot yeah. of people that deal with a lot of stuff <laughs> and 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 we need to be more appreciative of it you're on, you're in general all right. all right this psa brought to you by mike thank yeah, you do you want to see the blood clots no yes. Yes. okay oh my god oh my so god Dude, let's go fishing. Is that so, when Michael use... Bean fought them with a flamethrower? Wait, we can use those as bait on our hooks. Yeah, they look like worms. So um, I can say this for all the Fozzies that are maybe still listening out there. So I actually do see blood clots Foz. a lot. Um, I pull, I've pull, pulled blood clots out of people. People get blood clots all down their legs. Okay, Unfortunately, well, that's yeah, it's the, it's question. a thing. I, it's a thing. A These are not that bad. Me? Do you have the okay. one that you sent me? Um, uh, I didn't put I didn't put that one on there, um, but I did put a different one. I mean, not that it's good to know, but that was my big question. It's like, okay, you guys are showing me all this gnarly stuff. What was it like before? Oh so this, Look at that. this that is, looks like it was in the lungs. Okay, so this is not in that video. So they're saying that these clots are huge. It's like, like they've never seen this. Okay, That's this is crazy. a pulmonary bronchus. This is a this is before COVID. This is a bronchus embolism. 
um, a pulmonary embolism that was attached to, so this was a ET tube. So this guy was intubated or person was intubated and the clot attached itself. Um, so it was, this clot was attached to the ET tube when they extubated him and pulled it out like that. This is a guy, this guy. Yeah. Fuck that. Dude, I'm feeling faint right now. And I'm sitting just watching it on this one. Somebody coughed this up. Yes, oh, I think I've done that before. <laughs> yeah. I'm Did glad I'm at a cigarette. These are... Jesus. Mm-hmm. These are actual pictures. Right Look at the measuring underneath. That's like six inches, like this long mm-hmm. fucking worm. Look, oh my God. I don't remember. I don't know where these are from. This is from a heart. This is from... Um. This is just like... A... I think I sneezed that out one time. Dude, if I coughed up something like that, I would just go right to the funeral home. Yeah, see this? And then it's the same, it's the same stringiness. It's the same. Yeah, it looks these are not different. These are normal blood clots. That looks cool. That's like when they well go back, go back one. Is that the fucking body of the person that the clots came from? Oh yes. So what they're saying. What they're what they're claiming is is these white fibrin structures. Okay, well, what's a blood clot? Uh, platelets, fibrin. Tell us, Preach blood. It. <laughs> it's it's mostly it's not it's blood like it looks like blood when it comes out because blood's attached to it, but that's how a clot forms. Platelets come in your your platelets, and then like this stuff, this netty stuff forms called fibrin, and it kind of sticks all the all the platelets together. Yeah, and but then blood sticks to that. <laughs> So isn't, under all the blood, it's these white is this structure. It's, yeah, but but isn't isn't the claim these people are making is that now they're seeing like an exorbitant amount of corpses coming in, and they all seem to have this stuff, and it's uncommon based on their experience. Like, well, isn't four of them. right? Well, what they're saying is the what they're saying is these clots are not normal clots. Number one, they are they're they're, they're normal. Yeah, clots. they they're look just like they look just clot. like them. Um, but yeah. what they're saying is that they've just, they're coming out of nowhere and it must be the vaccine. Okay. Well, it's been very well established that COVID-19 increases your, your clotting risk by 40%. Wow. Right. So it's so, the disease, not the vaccine. Not the vaccine. Right. Um, it, and except the exception is the AstraZeneca and the J&J vaccine, which did show an increase in clotting. And again, but, if you have 7 million people that got it and 30 have blood right. diseases, I'll take those odds all day long. And also yeah. it was, it was, it wasn't clotting. It was TTP. So thrombocytopenia with low, with the low platelets or something. So that structure is not the same. It's, it's not going to be like that. You could drop the platelet plug to form. Yeah. That's where I get into my face as a death argument. It just seemed like gore porn. These yeah. guys here, this is the clot that they're preserving in formaldehyde. You ever touched a <laughs> cadaver? Um, oh. well, or like a cat or a, something that you did in science class. Yeah, yeah. You dissect anything. You know yeah. how you touch it and it ain't the same as it should feel? Because mm-hmm. formaldehyde oh, yeah. causes proteins to cross-link and become firm and hard. That's why they're like that. You're you're so fucking medical, Desiree. I know. All right, well, this guy's also, a boob. We end, we end with this guy, Stu Peters. Um, he made the move. He was behind this whole thing. Yeah. Um, you can see that if you go here, it's this is just he just doesn't like this vaccine or anything about he just it. This threw is a lot of stuff at the wall, man. 
Yeah, spaghetti yeah, so tits. Or podcast. Tits. Yeah, he, he threw All a lot these of episodes. <laughs> yeah, he's just throwing clots up against the wall until something stuck. This stuff isn't helping. <laughs> the stuff, what he did isn't helping. You know what's helping? Friends of Zeus podcast. Hell yeah, man. We're like... Yeah. Yeah, we're debunking this video. We're not yeah, saying you should watch it or yeah. believe it. Honestly, if we get, um, I I say we put it on a YouTube because I don't think we we I, th- I think we put it we right just off questions. YouTube. We put it right. We shove it right up. We YouTube. shove it right into YouTube. The fist of this pause. is my in slide. So at the end of the show, at the end of the film, they have the this little thing with oh, all these people. Um. These are just Twitter accounts, and these are um, Telegraph accounts. This is nothing. Nobody. This is nobody. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's an overall shitty movie. I think we all agree. Uh, yeah. Dude, like <laughs> I said, it makes 2,000 Mules look like a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. I, just- will, I, I will say this, though. The, the uh, introduction, like the opening credits and the music, Mm-hmm. Is actually, I was surprised to find that they got the rights to Pink Floyd because that's the Pink Floyd song in the beginning. Yeah. What right was off, it? I, I don't recall. Right off, well, right off of Pink Floyd Animals. I don't it's know actually, the name of the song, but there it's was a Pink, little. Sorry. So I just no. I wonder if Roger Waters endorses the the, the this theory. There's a little oh, part in that little yeah, montage where it's like DDT. It's like DDT is safe. Did you see that part? Did you catch that part? <laughs> no. Yeah, during the opening, like, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, what do they call that? A montage. The, uh, montage. Like a montage. Yeah. A montage. Yeah, things mo- that we've been lied to about. Yeah, well, was that like, was the DDT best That was the best part of the movie was the opening montage in the Pink Floyd song because it was all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, it really was hot garbage. Yeah. That's my hot take. Yeah, but Mike's right. There was fodder for people to believe this kind of stuff. No yeah, doubt. yeah. It, it's it's grabbing at the the one or two percent that that we're are gonna fucking completely feed into this. I think it's more and, than that. And then they're gonna have their kids feed into it, and their cousins, their uncles. Their I still I cousins. still think it should I still think it should be allowed to be broadcast and let people make whatever decisions. Absolutely, they want to it's make. on YouTube now. Well, good. I was I mean, I watched satire, it but enthralled. But yeah, satire is what I would call it. I, I again, I thought it was faces with faces of death with a couple facts. You know, and mm, what facts? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just giving I mean, it some credit so we don't get kicked off the. I'm tube. just saying. I'm just saying the 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 soil it was planted in was provided by Pfizer. <laughs> it was provided by this culture of top-down central planning which is never works i mean again there's like zero examples of where this works and yet we still people just people have this feel this feeling that like the government or there's other their betters no better than them and i just there's no way to dissuade them from isn't it isn't it interesting that the first four letters of culture are cult don't we aren't we like part of a cult now of well before we wrap this up though can i share a little anecdote yeah sure of course okay and i don't say this to advocate any one belief or another and i don't say this as like the plural of anecdote is Mm -hmm. data Mm -hmm. um i can only tell a personal story I got, I did not get the COVID vaccine until September 11th of last year. Mm-hmm. And I got never the second, forget. and I never forget <laughs> it. Never forget. And, and I got Mike the forgot. second, I got the second dose in October. Like they say, wait four weeks mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I got the second dose. Now, sometime 
in the like basically right after that in the fall going into yes, winter in the fall going into the winter i began to suffer serious uh health issues yep. again unrelated uh i began to precipitously drop weight mm -hmm. i went from about 155 pounds to 125 jesus Jeez. um so i went and got myself I went and got myself checked out. It turns out I've got problems with one of my organs. It it created uh, uh, ketosis. It turns out that I have to treat myself like a type two or type one diabetic, even though I've never had diabetes. So I do the insulin and all this stuff. So they did all sorts of tests on me. And it turns out, as it turns out, right around that time when all this started to happen, that I actually suffered a major thrombosis that mm -hmm. I had a blood clot that traveled up into my heart through uh, a major artery. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have some cardiac damage from that. And they said I was lucky to have survived that, let alone everything else that my body was going through. Jesus, Jack. You're so, so bad, dude. So again, I don't think correlation equals causation at all. But just anecdotally, that happened. Yeah. yeah. And I just mentioned that in passing. I'm not saying anything no, that it, it's the vaccine's fault. I only got the two shots. I eventually got the booster after because I had to for something I had to do. No, and, uh, and but if I may, I fully I think endorse. that there I think there are stories like that. And I think mm -hmm. that that also feeds into people like I, I watched this documentary having gone through what I went through. And I still thought the documentary has a lot of major holes in it. And it's probably bullshit. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. and, and if I may, I mean, as a, I would not have gotten the vaccine for myself were it not for Same here. a level of social responsibility. Well, no, as a nurse, I have to, I can't anti-vax because fuck that. No, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. No. Anti-vax to me equals fucking lunatic. It's suicide, and, right? But I wouldn't have gotten it because, you know, I mean, yes, I got diabetes, blood pressure, but I'm a strong guy. One thing I know is I'm going to, I'm a fucking beast. Fuck dying. I'm not ready fuck for that. that shit. Yeah. A lot of us, a lot of us were suspicious of the vaccine and a lot of people got it because work made them. And that right. was enough. And, that, and that's my point. But, but also I have a social responsibility. I'm not going to tell you not to vaccinate. Even if a million people died from getting the vaccine vaccination. Those numbers are still so good hmm. in the grand. Yeah, dude. If a million died from the vaccination, how many? How many? We've got to have a billion people who've gotten it. That's like one out of billion thousands. doses given. I'm just saying, but we have but just over a million. Re died. Okay, okay. I'm just. Let's not you. split hairs. Okay. What I'm saying is that a really <laughs> yeah, large. Don't, don't don't muddle the issue with fact. Yeah, man. No, no, but what I'm saying, I mean, don't fuck math. <laughs> yeah, so hold on, sixty-eight percent of the world has been vaccinated. Hear your numbers, right? That's why this. That's why this whole thing has doesn't been hold water, right? So yes, yeah, so a million, a million getting fucking horrible fucking it, aliens to fucking blood clots popping out of their guts. If, it's still good numbers. If as a it's society, phenomenal numbers. If as a society we had this like um, institution, maybe like mm, the media that we could trust, 
we wouldn't even have this podcast right now. We wouldn't even be having. Oh no, we'd be crushing it. We'd have a podcast, but we wouldn't be talking about this. Yeah, we wouldn't have gotten kicked off YouTube twice. Yeah. Well, Jack, about what about your story? So, I mean, I'm glad that you share that, and you can still say that. Yeah, it really was. I mean, I just I got the vaccine, and then this happened. Like, Mm -hmm. what else can you? It would right. make sense for you to sit there and blame that on that. I mean, it makes sense, but I mean, no, I don't. The reality though. I, of it I is, don't know. people get blood I just, clots. I just don't know. Yeah, and you, I and you won't ever know. Vaccinate if you're no. comfortable with it. If you're not, then don't. Fine, done. Yeah, I do agree. it if you feel good, or if you have to keep your job, you have to feed your kids, and it's not killing everybody around you. Then, yeah, get it. Yeah, there's no major evidence of any of this in this movie at all. It's a couple of funeral directors and guys that have been preaching this stuff, you know, even before they made this movie that, the you know, they've been anti-vax. I mean, well, Desiree showed... got it in 2019. Des, well, yeah, and then all the fake footage that Desiree pointed out, like the movie's a shit sandwich. I mean, there's, there's no yeah, way around shit that. Sandwich. I gotta say, I gotta say, you crushed it with this one. Your research yeah. is fucking... Very well researched, very well crushed, thought man. out. I think you might be too good for our show. So yeah, I don't, I don't know anybody that's stepping up. <laughs> no one, no one's going to step up and analyze anything the way Desiree analyzes. Yeah, Desiree. Oh, I analyze the fuck out of things. You, we may not get you your paycheck this week. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. Fine, I'll wait. We're trying. We got to sell <laughs> some more Girl Scout cookies. Des, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you do actually know shit about fuck. I know a couple things about some fucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jack, you got any words for us? Yeah, no, we've definitely been on for way too long. Like Mikey P got sick of us and left a while ago. So okay, and he's an guy. hour ahead of us. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He had an extra hour. He can hour fucking us. Well, no, fucking, he said he was EST. He's gonna go play the lotto numbers out yeah. there. <laughs> Is it Eastern Standard Time, y'all's time? Yes, that's us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, how's he hour it's, ahead? It's really Mikey. late. It's really, really late. All right, guys, we have been on for a while. It's time to uh, wrap, wrap things, things up. Okay, Adios, we'll see everyone everybody. later. You can see us on all the podcast platforms in the, U- well, maybe not this episode, but mostly on YouTube and then Rumble. Yeah, and, and definitely places. we'll be on Rumble. I know that. Definitely, definitely. Okay, okay bye. Later, and merch, bye. <laughs> <laughs>